0: All right, Reese, tell them welcome to... It's okay, sweetheart.
1: E-A-M-N-I-T.
2: <laughs> <Whoop. sighs> Did I break this? Michael?
0: My headphones way too loud now. you what? My, My headphones. Everyone needs to talk pretty close to their yeah. Thing, so their- it doesn't... Team
2: Reese. Yep. Who's saying the opening prayer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the priesthood holder. You, dad?
3: When will that happen? When will you be able to hold the priesthood?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one here worthy to be holding the priesthood. (laughs) Dad, take it away. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Kenzie.
2: Jeez. I can see how things can go left quick. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, welcome back to our podcast today. We have our dad... And holding Hoey Bubba, Hoey Bubba, <laughs> Back again, drop some, drop some bars. <laughs> Let's hear it for you, French Montana. Uh, so we have two special guests on the podcast. We've been saying that we wanted to have our dad be on the podcast. No, okay, sorry. We've been saying that we wanted to have our dad on the podcast for a while now, so we're excited to have him. It's taken us about two hours to start this process, but we're glad we're here. Um, Dad? Dad, we arrived safely. Yeah, yeah I, I
3: know. There. Andrea's like, when are they coming? They said two o'clock. I, I said know it's
0: t- been like it took a long I time. I was
3: like, I promise There's you, Kenzie's always an hour late.
0: Well, we our were traffic. filming some TikToks of Grandma I don't Eva. Know if you guys have seen our TikTok. That's our life update. Is <laughs> Eva went a little bit viral <laughs> for peeing everywhere, and and it's weird because the reason we posted it because Holden posted it on Reddit and it went viral there. So then that's why we did that.
3: Okay. That should be your guys. You guys should sell sweats that look like they have a pee stain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because it went down like my leg right here. Yeah. I know. I see it. That so like we saw down. it. Um, so Dad, do you want to say hi? Hi. That's our dad's voice. <laughs> okay, so we Aww. usually <laughs> we usually start by doing life updates. So Eva, take it away, and we'll go around the circle really quick. Okay. Um, I'm famous. Shout out to all my fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> No, just kidding. But that TikTok was way funny. Reading those comments, she really does have like a, a lot of people that like her, and it's because all of us said her name like a hundred times. So yeah. now it's just What's saying Eva. Yeah, we said Eva like in the video. That's so the only many. Name. Yeah, it was like Eva, Eva, Grandma Eva. Grandma was
3: quoted so many times. Eva, wipe up your urine.
0: Yeah. yeah, the funniest part. I didn't notice it until Kenzie pointed it out. But you're like, you're it's my o- favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, you're I'm like trying to save it. It's okay, and then you you're take left. off the. I know.
3: I, instantly, I was like into safe mode because Reese was Reese's face was like devastated. Yeah, so she's was like, just
0: like, "What?"
3: Okay, she
2: was a little
0: shocked.
2: Yeah, yeah. the reason why was a little long too. Hold
3: on. I know, and I was—I looked like I was a lot heavier too.
2: Yeah, you—you yeah, you look like you've lost
0: weight. Yeah, yeah, um, you didn't look bad though.
3: But I look back now, and I'm like, oh wow, I was—I did gain a lot of weight. Like I saw my friends for I haven't seen for a long time. And they're like, oh man, you've been putting on the. You bulking? Yeah, oh I'm yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, why does like Everyone <laughs> tell me I'm bulking up. Wait, well, why do you bulking? keep
0: flexing your pecs?
3: Oh I'm not. I'm he's clicking oh.
0: this. Oh. <laughs> I just keep using <laughs> your <laughs> he's just <laughs> being weird. He's, he's just like just <laughs> freaking right. strong. This
3: is not a video podcast. Um, this is
0: so y- that's yeah. honestly my life update. We'll make these quick. Okay. Okay, what are what's yours, Kenzie? Um, my life update is that. Okay. Same. well we've just been uh yesterday is when the video went like bigger and then we had a trillion not a trillion probably like 10 media companies like reaching out to us but being kind of like aggressive yeah. trying to get us to sign paperwork to like sell the video and stuff and then barstool effed us that's mine
3: wait so you sold the video to barstool
0: without knowing no and they didn't pay us or anything they had us like
3: they sent you something and They you were like, we would it. love
0: to post this. Can you just put your video right here? And they're like, they just sent me screenshots they're like upload here and then hit submit. So I did that. And then this uh, other company's like, have you sent your video to like anyone else? And I was like, Barstool. And then they're like, oh, sorry. Like you, Barstool has it now. So well, I mean,
3: what could you really get out of that though?
0: No, people were like offering to pay even like a hundred bucks.
3: To just, post it?
0: Just yeah. because they can sell it to like ridiculousness is what they said. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. They're just saying like you can oh like sell my. it to like those people oh, as like a have funny. Done that.
3: Well, guess what? We have another angle, whole different video.
0: No, yeah. So Eva did that. Okay. Wait, do you have another one too?
3: No, you took Maddie's though. Yeah. Eva. What did you do with that one? No, now we're. S- don't ever trying- sell that to anyone. You should try to. Oh, sh- sold. <laughs> why? You should have. Because we're getting like. One.
0: No, they, this is the They're people that are 60, trying to 40. market it. We're we, not going to reach out. We get out sixty, to, they get forty. Who okay. knows if this That's is going to go anywhere? probably won't, but yeah. Yeah. who cares?
3: At least you have hope, though, with that. That's yeah, nice.
0: yeah. there is yeah. hope. That's crazy. Holden, life update?
3: Um, I'm back in school now.
0: What do you do for school?
3: And I'm getting my master's right now in an architecture and still working full-time. So I have no free time now. I wasn't even going to do this today, but I got a lot done this morning.
0: Good. And we're doing it at his house. And
3: it's at my house. <laughs> so I was like, I'll come downstairs um and Do you that's have a it
0: fitbit on
3: yeah no i guess that's my life update yeah i'm crazy into this fitbit and working out <laughs> i
0: like fitbit no, i really
3: am i try to get you get like zone why not an minutes apple watch because i don't want all the things in an apple watch i don't like how big they are either really only thing i would use an apple watch for is the calories and my texting? sleep no texting I don't. I could never text on this. I can read text messages on this.
0: It's nice too with the calls. Yeah. Oh, well just, that's cool.
3: Yeah. So I can read it and see who's calling me and stuff. But I don't care to like send messages. Hmm. I just like to get my zone minutes.
0: Holden's really into his fitness era. You're, it's, I'm in his yeah.
3: fitness zone. Hopefully, I stay. We'll I want to dunk a basketball. <laughs> You want to That's the goal. I want to dunk a basketball but my ankles can falling you palm apart. A ball? I can palm a ball. You know who I'm well.
0: obsessed with? Rick Glassman. Have you I watched love that Rick video? Rick Glassman. Take your shoes off. I am off. phenomenal. Like a <laughs> yeah, big balls when he's yeah. like freaking out so I, I am
3: phenomenal. <laughs> Shout out Rick Glassman Take Your Shoes Off podcast. You
0: can't wait to be guess. Uh, I was reaching
3: out. He'll come on.
0: Sh- Dad? Yes. What's your update? <laughs> um uh, you just How many steps did you get? When? Last week.
2: Oh, I, that's the thing I do. I just do. I don't have a Fitbit, but I, I walk and keep track of my steps every day. And I got 24,700. So come at us. That's my record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm only at 600 today, so I got a lot of work to do.
0: Ugh, unfortunately, you're not going to hit your goal unless you go. Well, you like walking no, late, my late goals, at night. Uh,
2: yeah, when it's winter, I am only have it set for at least 4,000. Oh. But I usually get about 7 to 10.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is actually, that's actually a big step for you because you've had months where you they can't even walk or do anything. So yeah, that's I cool. walk
2: with a cane.
0: That's okay. At is walking, folks. Okay, that so we have dad on because we just thought it would be fun to talk to him about his life and his childhood. <laughs> it's weird because we've not really like, we don't just like sit and have a talk about this stuff in such a professional manner with like headphones and stuff on so it feels kind of weird but we just wanted to have dad because he's had such a crazy life starting from when he was like super young a lot of crazy accidents and things have happened to him that have not happened to anyone ever and kind of the boys in the family because Holden's got hurt kind of weird stuff too
3: i broke my face <laughs>
0: <laughs> insert yeah, clip
2: documented on the news <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so insert
3: that. clip here you should post that clip.
0: okay we'll, we'll post oh, yeah. that because well, yeah. i have it and i you do and i have it mixed with like this other person who's like a mma fighter or something he's like i broke my face oh, oh you do yeah i have okay. it on my phone okay we'll post it i should
3: give a quick i there we were me and my dad were at a motorcycle track and i was 14 yeah i was probably no i was 13 thir- or 14 thir- yeah I think I say how old I was. Th- oh, I was 15. Yeah, you could have been 15. I, I think I was 15. I said it in the video. And someone died that day at the track. And it was super weird. That's
2: why the ambulances, the fire truck, everything yeah, was there. Yeah, traumatic so, experience. And
3: I remember we just kind of waited for them to clear the body off the track. And then went back out and rode on the track. And it felt weird jumping over. And you could see right where his body was. What? But,
0: why would you guys stay? That's way I don't sad.
3: know. Well, no, we stayed and then... We were talking to the news people. We're like, yeah, it was crazy. It's very sad. And, like, we want to keep on riding motorcycles. So, like, you never keep on talking about, oh, a guy just died. A guy just died here. You can die while you do this. You don't really. We didn't even really talk about it. So, we act like you just act like it's not a big deal, kind of, just so you can still enjoy the sport. But because we were doing that and acting like, oh, everything's fine. Like, you know, it's just motorcycling. We come across as the most arrogant people ever. We? <laughs> you see, <laughs> did I yeah, I come across that yeah. no literally they go this guy dies at the motorcycle track it's, it's cuts also, to dad I know but
0: it's the way they edit it too that's what I'm saying yeah. we come across that Oh way. yeah
3: but the I, reason I, I why we were even to even it, so
1: I, I was
2: gonna say I, yeah they must have edited it
3: bad well I, they like all of a sudden they, they cut to you dad and you're just like well I, I don't see it being like a crazy thing this could happen oh, in any <laughs> other sport I, just like football and then two seconds later sadly Park City man passes away it's like we're me and you are acting all high and mighty and it goes to me and it's like are you worried about the dangers? And I'm like, last year, I, no, yeah, uh, oh, I broke I my didn't face. I know that it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, they, we come across this very, like, couldn't care less. Yeah, that's
0: not the real, that's not the way it actually And happened. that's why I just
3: have to put that yeah. disclaimer out there. That's why we, we were, you have I to I mean, kind it's of,
0: not funny. It's just, it's funny, like watching Holden talk. That's my yeah. favorite part.
3: And my voice is so, and I am so, I go, last year, no, yeah. You're just like, uh, so. I broke my face. Yeah, that's like exactly how it was. <laughs> <That's laughs> you
1: literally <laughs> smashed <laughs> that face into the. Yeah. That was a very my violent. handlebar. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, that yeah, we we're just well saying you had you surgery,
2: you had to get that plate put around your eye socket because you fractured that. So yeah, that was, a, and you had the back tire run up your back and remove all your skin, and oh you yeah. broke your arm. Yeah, what? and you didn't go to the hospital for three days after. Collarbone? Mm-hmm.
0: Was it your arm or no? Col- I broke well, your my arm. elbow. He broke elbow. his
2: elbow, so and I had his a cast
3: from here to here. Broke my cheek, my nose, my eye socket.
0: Oh yeah, I remember you on the couch. <laughs> and, and then my back
1: sure
3: was completely like there was stripes of blood, all like just because the just tire, was say spinning, tire ripped up. my No whole back.
0: mercy, shoulder, I have no mercy all the way for you. Down to the opposite
2: side <laughs> hip, yeah, that was bad.
0: When I fell off a dirt bike, Holden made me drive six hours in the back of a tiny Mazda. You were so mad at Evo for I some reason. I don't region.
3: even remember that.
0: You're so mean.
3: I was just like that was after we had fun pushing each other on a wheelchair phase, and we were in, and I like.
0: This is a bad phase of life. That,
3: I don't even remember. I, rem- I don't Holden even remember was. that trip. Well,
0: Holden, just it was just we were we had so much like we were just like butting heads yeah. so bad
3: because you guys were all gung ho to move. I felt no, more, not gung ho, but you guys weren't as mad as I was. I was like, this I just is figured I like, couldn't do give about Don't give in. Don't give in. I yeah, I was yeah. not gonna give you're in. You
0: were then yeah, you were in a bad spot. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, they both have had traumatic experiences. Um, so, uh, Dad, we just want to start with your childhood. Tell what, us what about. Kind
2: of things you want to know again.
0: What's your full name? Where you born and raised? Social Social Security number. <laughs> no let's one wants see. your identity. Let's just be honest. No, like, yeah, maybe talk about where you're from, and then like the I first. I was born in the
2: Army Depot, t- in Twilla. Grandpa was in the Air Force. And, um I didn't know he was stationed at Monument Colorado so the first couple of years of my life I was uh, lived in Colorado right at the Air Force Base Colorado Springs the base is on Monument then we moved here and lived in Grandma's house for that they're in right now no Grandma, the, Keo. the grandma oh. Keo's house um until we till, um Grandma and Grandpa bought the house that they're in now and so you so, lived with grandma and, and Keo? that was uh, we no, she ended up going over to uh, Auntie's house. Oh, okay. So it was just us in that house. It wasn't that long. It was just temporary until we, we closed on that house. And I was only three.
3: But they so, were in the house next door, the, where the two houses were? They were in the house.
2: They were in the, the newer Theo? of the two homes. Okay. The one I was living in
3: the, before they got torn down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is, are you two years apart from Todd?
2: No, five
0: Wait, mm-hmm. No, he? how many years? Seven. There's a five year age gap between you and Todd. Yeah. They would fight. Could she not get pregnant or did they want? I have no idea. That's like a pretty big gap. Like to have one baby and then wait five years.
3: Well, I bet raising him, they were like, geez.
0: They're like, this kid is <laughs> just, well,
2: just a some And time. You, you figure that grandpa was always in another country because he was in the war. So he was stationed over in, uh, he was in Korea, he was in uh, Hong K- not Hong Kong, uh, Philippines, several different places there. Huh. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. That's like me having no kids still. Yeah. Besides Reese. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah.
3: Wow. That's why Being Heather and Todd growing up were <laughs> closer because no they were kids. only two years
2: apart.
0: No, know? I just mean like that would be a lot, like Reese would be old to not have any siblings, I feel like. I didn't well, know that. I
2: mean, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, yeah, five years, is if, when you're kids, it's it's a huge difference. So, like, I was oh. never in the same school okay. with, like, Heather and Todd. Yeah, you, you know, have a... I didn't they, know that... They, would, they, they were in elementary school, you know, in the same school, middle school, Yeah, because they're only school. two years apart. Yeah, where, yeah. for me, I was in, yeah, completely different...
0: Okay, so you're uh, five.
2: Five and seven.
0: Were you a good child?
2: Yeah, I was really, really obedient, <laughs> and uh, I wa- really, I was. Really? Yeah, really polite... Um, and, uh, yeah, Dad, I think my first, you know, that's I mean, not true.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, let's get to no, the, ask grandma. Ask you grandma were very grandma. obedient until when 14.
2: Yeah. 13. Until, until about 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. Until I got older. 12. Is no, 11? I would say.
0: When did you have your first fight? Your first fist fight? Yeah.
2: Oh, um, whatever. Uh, fourth grade is <laughs>
3: nine, nine years old. <laughs> yeah. So
0: you were obedient up until, like, five, maybe. No,
2: I I was still obedient when I got in that fist fight. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't start it. I
0: guess not obedient, but, like, when did you get your fire? Your fire? Like, his spicy, like, you know, like, his, like, where he gets, like, a little bit angry. You're, like, aggressive. You're good at your sports.
3: I'm sorry. I just have to acknowledge that noise because I'm sure it's going to come through. Yeah, it is. Okay, that's our washer and dryer. It's okay. so annoying. Well, so
2: done. on that day, it kind of started everything off because I was... Uh,
0: thought your first fight started everything. The first,
2: fi- first fight because I was in fourth grade and people then, there was a lot more people who were prejudiced against Japanese people, um, especially when it came near Harbor Day and stuff. And there was nobody that looked like me. I mean, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, brownish hair, me with darker colored skin, black hair and everything i stood out so i'd always get letters on my desk like and from first grade second grade third grade reese you've been in the toaster too long the jap you know just just a, well when people are prejudiced they try to say things you know and kids can be the hardest so that's why the fight started and i didn't want to fight and before i had gotten in that fight about four months before then i was babysitting todd and heather and I was supposed to be watching them, and I decided to take my bike out and ride it up and down the street while they sat in the front yard. And I could turn my front wheel, and I could hear the grip of the tire on the road as I turned it sharper, you know, my front you know, yeah. wheel just turning like that. And I started going faster and faster, and I, I eventually I turned it too much, almost 90 degrees, and I flipped completely over. And I went unconscious. I smashed my face into the road, and went unconscious, and about 10 minutes later... So Heather and Todd were like two two or three and five, really young. Yeah. So they... um, Because I was only in fourth grade. Yeah. So they didn't know what to do, but a neighbor came back, and the blood from my face... I broke my nose and knocked out my front tooth, but I had been passed out for so long face down that I was stuck to the road. So the neighbor had to go get a hot pitcher of water, warm water... And they had to keep doing that and pour it down to get my face to come up. Yeah. And then the paramedics were called, the ambulance and everything. Grandma and Grandpa are still at dinner. They don't even know any of this is going on. Yeah. No one does. So I get taken to the hospital, and they finally get contacted. And I had to stay overnight. And go about three months later is now when I'm having this fight. So when I'm going into this fight, I know that my nose is just healed. But the big thing was I had just gotten my tooth fixed. Yeah. So I was real self-conscious. I didn't want to get that tooth broken again because I just got it fixed. So when we get out to fight, the first thing I said was no hitting in the face. And there's like 40, why were 50 you fighting? kids. We had gone on a, um, what do you, I can't remember in grade school where you go, like a field, field
0: trip. trip. Yeah.
2: And, uh, who knows? I can't remember exactly the Prejudice? Why. So you were saying prejudice, like that's probably. Yeah. Something, something was said. I don't remember it. what it was, but that's what it came from. And, uh. The kid was a wrestler. He wrestled um, in elementary school. That was a thing. You know, they had that sport. So that's Mm -hmm. what everybody knew him as, as a wrestler. So anyway, we're going to get ready to fight. And right before I say that comment, you know, no hitting in the face. And everybody's like, what's the purpose of fighting? You know, but I was only thinking of my tooth. And I saw how that went across. Horrible. Everyone's laughing at me, mocking me. So the first thing I do is hit him in the face. And when I hit him, my knuckles got stuck in his two teeth, his upper teeth. So I pulled my knuckles out, and my hand was hurting. His teeth was hurting. That was the end of the fight. It was, oh, it was a done deal. my gosh. And so everybody breaks up. Horrible fight. No one's satisfied with that kind of fight. So as I'm walking back, I'm thinking, what's going on? I'm feeling bad. And the guy fought and his best friend are walking behind me after it all cleared out. So there's just the three of us now. School's been out for at least 45 minutes now. And as I'm walking home, these guys are walking behind me. As I cross the street, I hear these skid marks. And I really wasn't paying attention. And an RX-7 had... They measured the skid marks. It was 149 feet. And it hit me in the wrong lane. And when it hit me, it hit me like in my left upper thigh. And it flipped me over the top of the car and threw me on the other side of the road into a... um, They had just put all this gravel down because they were going to be preparing to do sidewalks. And that's what I landed in. And as soon as I... I kind of went out for one second. As soon as I looked up at the guy driving the car, he he had his head out and he just smoked his tires and took off. So the guy I just fought is the so. then I just watched you get hit by the car. Yeah, he and his friend, and so and I ended up walking home, playing with my yo yo, didn't make a sound. And when I went home, nobody was home, so I had to wait for like forty-five minutes until Grandma eventually came home. She was shopping, and then I just started bawling and. We ended up calling those guys to see if they got the license plate number, which they didn't, but they knew the. that's how I found out it was a brown RX-7 is from those guys. And that guy I fought that day throughout high school up until he went on his mission, we we had been really good friends. Huh. Yeah. So that's how my, that's when things started to go like, every time something happened to me, it was always like a lot involved.
0: Yeah. So that's probably like a whatever, brain and TV T D a TBI? Yeah. Do you think? I don't. Well, he didn't. You didn't hit your head, did you?
2: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I got flipped over and landed. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, hands didn't,
2: hands. I didn't. I l- didn't l- hit it on uh, like the road or anything. I landed in thicker gravel. You know. So it I'm probably just saying. Out.
0: So when you get like brain injuries at a younger age, it's like s- not. It's like can affect you later on in your life just through everything well the
2: concussion i got from hitting into the road on yeah that's, that's yeah. why they kept me in the hospital overnight yeah i had a major concussion yeah, yeah and i mm-hmm. did not want to stay in the hospital right worried
3: about dad's cte is that what you're thinking of kind of
0: well cte
3: cte that's like the concussion thing that like happens with football players how like oh. old, they start to it go it, crazy it like degrades like
0: and then they, that one. Well, no, if you get a, uh, like a traumatic brain injury at like a younger age, it could result to like you having like anger out do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. weird stuff like that. That's like, what
3: happened with like Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Roseanne Barr got hit by a car when she was a little girl.
0: Miley Cyrus got hit super hard too. Like when George she was a, Carlin
3: did. That's a what I'm just comedian. saying.
0: Like if you've, if you've gotten hit so many times <laughs> by Andrea. um that's just could lead to other stuff so yeah and i think i've been hit by a car
2: i think it's like four or five times
0: that's just crazy yeah that's really scary i got hit
2: by a car when i was on the back of a moped uh my friend was driving and we were trying to make it up this hill so you had to cut the corner blind because there were these big shrubs there in order to get the speed to try to get almost to the top of the hill because the moped would only go 25, and this hill was really steep. And so we cut the corner blind. I didn't know he was going to do that right then. So there was a car coming down, and uh, my left leg got pinned between the bumper and the moped, and it cracked the bumper. And I have the scar. Oops. You can see that scar right there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the scar on my leg. That was a second time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so you you got in your first fight, and then through, like, um... Elementary school, junior high, high school. You loved to play played soccer. Played soccer. What, how do you feel like you were during those years, like your teenage years? Like if as a parent looking at you, what would you describe yourself as?
2: Well, the the one good thing, you know, is I always, no one ever had to tell me to, I didn't get the best grades in school, but I never, you know, I was always A's and B's, you know, mid, lower three point, <laughs> whatever. Sorry. He's,
0: I to he's keep learning. Moving.
2: Uh, but really I was the thing when I was younger, I was just real naive about things. So I had a real guilty conscience. Um, if I did something, you know, I, I definitely didn't want Todd to know or Heather to know cause I didn't want to be that kind of an influence. So as I grew up and my friends, some of them started drinking and stuff, I I tried to hide that the best I could. I just didn't want them to know. So Grandma and Grandpa and I didn't do it that often because I was always in sports. So I was yeah. never wild like that. I never had a problem with school or missing. I did have like, you know, sometimes like when I got kicked out. Well, quite a bit. I got kicked out of a lot of classes and stuff. And For what? I, I was shooting kids with the BB gun uh, when they <laughs> come out the. They would come out the door. And it was just fun because my gun wasn't that powerful. You could kind of see the BBs and people would have no idea because I I'd just have the gun and they have a backpack. So they'd be walking out and it's like they got stung by a bee. Oh so
0: just, my I, God.
2: I guess maybe it's a bigger deal now, but for yeah,
0: me it
3: was. shootings, it. this is sounding a little. Yeah,
2: so and and, and see the story behind that is, th- that is the, as a kid, that's the most trouble I ever got in was one day because everything combined, I had a little dictaphone that uh, one of my friends uh, his neighbor was a multi-millionaire guy and he had moved in and had a huge party where he flew in the playboy bunnies invited the whole street um and, and he come to find out he was a con and ended up becoming uh all over the media and everything um anyway that's where a young kid like me got the newest sony dictaphone and I had one of my friends I recorded him and he said the F word on it and so in the middle of our English class I played that (laughs) thinking that would be funny to have his voice saying the F word (laughs) during our English class and so I did it and you could hear him yell the F word and everybody kind of looked around and I did it again and the teacher because she recognized his voice told Mark Benson as who it was to leave the class and everybody started cracking up and then she found out what had happened So she kicked me out of the class. And so this is between second period. So I had the rest. I was supposed to go to the principal's office. I didn't. And then I had seminary, and I didn't go to seminary. I sloughed. So I was walking around the hallways, and the monitors came by and saw me. And so I had to outrun them. And so I had the vice principal of the school and the monitors chasing me and one other kid, and we lost them in the back school parking lot. I had to hide under a car. So by the time I come walking in, I have – in my pocket, BBs. So as I'm walking down the hallway, kind of upset with everybody, I'm flicking BBs, you know, just flicking them on my finger. And one of my buddies, a big football guy, James Milner, I flip it and it goes and it hits inside of his ear. And then he he starts screaming. He thought I flicked a bee or something. He got stung. So he put Uh his hand up and the BB pushed in his ear canal. So it started really hurting him. So he used to always call me the Puerto Rican. So he said, I'm going to kill you, Puerto Rican. So he started chasing me. And I outran him because he was furious at me. And I was young and fast. This is in high school. And for fourth period, I went in there and I was chewing tobacco. So the principal had come to get me because of all these things at one time. And while I was there, I was the, the vice principal. The main principal found out about me shooting people the day before with the BBs. So in one day, all that came out where I sloughed my seminary period. My English teacher kicked me out, and she refused to take me back in, so I had to get a whole new English teacher. <laughs> and I got caught chewing tobacco, which no one knew I did then. And, yeah, it was, it was horrible. And I had told one friend what had happened in one day, and he told Todd, and Todd told Grandma and Grandpa. So Grandma and Grandpa found out everything about that
0: day. How did you get started chewing tobacco
2: um, all the kids that I hung out with, we, we had a, we had a friend who was about four or five years older than us, so he could legally get it. And so we'd go to the sand dunes and we'd take a chew of tobacco and we'd run down the sand dunes and do flips in the sand and stuff because it made us feel so <laughs> weird. And then all of us throw up. We all got super sick. It was just horrible. Yeah.
0: The chewing tobacco thing is, is irrelevant relevant because he's like, that's just been a struggle, right? Cause you always want to quit even like. You know what I mean? Like even up until you've been grown up.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's like so addicting. I
2: I only stopped when Eva got married because that was one of the things she asked me to do. So, the Wednesday before your marriage is the day I stopped.
0: Yeah, I remember. So that. D- would you, so you say 20, that you have
2: twenty sixth?
0: Um, my headphones are it's too my head isn't big enough so they like pull oh. my ears down. I mean, Holden. I know You're I'm so not so blessed so with good. a ginormous <laughs> head like Eva <laughs> Nolten. <and> <laughs> um, so then you went to. We're just going to keep walking through it. So you're like a little bit of a, as you can tell, that's why we said he was lying when he said he was really obedient. Well,
2: I didn't think about that as not being obedient. No, I know. I'm just kidding. He's a
0: like, that's pretty good. chewing yeah. tobacco, shooting kids with BBs. <laughs> so then you played soccer because you yeah. loved playing soccer. And then, then maybe talk about, I don't really know. Did you get baptized? Like, were you mo- like LDS growing up? Yeah.
2: I got baptized um, a year later. Of what? Um, then I think it was nine. Oh. And uh, the missionaries came and taught us. They were giving grandpa lessons too. And so I was I was considered, you know, I'm not sure, but I, and the bishop used to sit in on the discussions. And so I I wanted to get baptized because everybody, you know, right, that I knew had area? been baptized. Yeah. I, and I didn't have a clue what it meant.
0: So but then I'm, in high school, and st- like, did you guys go to church on Sundays? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Grandma didn't go to church. Um, when I was young um, and I ended up going to church and back then primary was on Thursdays. So you'd have Sundays, you'd go to sacrament and Sunday school and then primary would be on, we say they're Wednesday or Thursdays. And um, I would always go just cause my friends were there. I didn't have parents or anything that went with me. It was just me that I'd go to church. So I'd go by myself to sacrament and all that. And I, I got uh, grandma got a phone call and it was my Sunday school teacher saying that if I came to church, I would have the best um, that Sunday. It was my, own, my Sunday school teacher calling on a Sunday to see where I am. And uh, grandma said, you need to go to a Sunday school because you're going to win an award. And I was like, I don't care about any award or whatever it is. And she said, you know, she, she was mad. So I fought her, didn't want to go. Anyway, hurry, went down there and I won a, a book. It was the current prophet. It was, I think it was President Kimball. And the prophet, President Kimball, Spencer W. Kimball, it was his book, and Grandma decided that from then on she was going to support me. And she got a calling to be a secretary in the Relief Society, and that's where she met all of her best friends. Yeah, f- from in church, besides the ones from high school and stuff. And so, and they're still they they have card group every Tuesday. Yeah. Four times a month they get together, and they they do, yeah, they do things all the time. So from that time on, Grandma was, you know.
0: Supportive of that.
2: A- and real active, and Grandpa never. He w- he grew up from, you know, being a Southern Baptist and just thought it w- didn't need to go to an organized religion, but you live the same kind of life. He had those same standards.
0: So. Yeah. So what, So then through high school, you, you st- uh, your friends probably all started going on missions and stuff? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a common thing for everybody to go on missions. There'd be a lot of kids who didn't want to go on a mission. This is how it was back then. And parents would bribe them, you know, like if you go on a mission, I'll we'll give you a Jeep or we'll give you a motorcycle. And so it was real common for kids to get things for going on a mission, get lured into it. And
0: so talk about why you. Wanted. I
2: decided I didn't really care to go on a mission. So when I graduated from high school, I just kept working. Um, and th- during high school, I had worked as a. a neighbor owned a big painting company so I'd always helped his company out in the summers and whenever I could to earn money and they really liked me so they went out of their way to help me earn good money as a young kid and uh, so I was working and um, the first week I was at work uh, and like I said the owner of the company only lived two houses away from grandma and grandpa so that's why I knew him so well their son-in-law was carrying a 40 foot ladder and he hit the temporary power lines on the job site and it killed him. Yeah. And he was married to the boss's daughter. So it was a big deal. So that was, you know, when I was 14. So now I'm 19 in a couple months and I think 19 and about 19 and a half. And I'm walking through a complex similar with a 40 foot ladder and out of the blue i just thought man i didn't even pay attention to look for where the t- p- power lines were so i looked up and i was as i was walking i looked up and the i was almost at the lines and i let go of the ladder and it hit and shorted out the whole project and zapped the ladder yeah and and the voice to have me look up was like as loud as could be even though it was silent when i looked directly up so i knew that there was, because I, I knew I could have died. I mean, you know, yeah. the ladder was stuck. It got melted onto the wires. It was a huge deal. It shut the whole project down. You know, there's a couple hundred guys on that whole project. So it was, people were happy I'm alive, but also need to get yeah. set up and everything.
3: And uh, I remember when you told me that.
2: <clears throat> rem- that story? Yeah.
3: like we were. I, I f- know,
0: I can remember that story too.
3: Yeah. I remember being in Monticello and we were doing something with the ladder Then you told me that.
2: Yeah.
0: So that was like a...
2: That and my best friend, Dio, he had decided to go on a mission, and he had gone on a mission, uh, was at the MTC and everything, and I had this experience with that ladder, and about a week after, I had a dream, and in that dream, Darren and I were underneath this place we used to go up in the mountains and climb, and an earthquake hit, and the mountain you had to on the part of this you had to enter this cave you'd have to get on your belly and scoot like that because it was so tight Mm -hmm. and you got to figure we're only high school kids so I mean it was really narrow yeah and an earthquake happened in my dream and the earth starting to come down and squish us and I remember Darren saying we're gonna die we're gonna die and I kept saying no we just need to have faith we need to have faith and I prayed, knowing that my faith could save it, and Darren didn't, and his side kept going, and my side, you know, that I woke up. Yeah. And I come to find out that Darren had come home from his mission that day, um, left California and flew back, and for some reason, I just thought, you know what, that's, uh, I think, I think I'm supposed to go on a mission, and that's why I went on a mission. Yeah. So it took me, I had to wait half a year for the repentance process,
1: but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so then you thought your mission, to talk about what you thought. Oh, the
2: geez. Yeah. So because Our dad I ha-
0: talks very, he's using his hands. <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
2: I hit the cord there. So because we weren't familiar with the church and, you know, we'd see people who would go on missions and come home. That's the only thing we knew. And then my neighbor in behind us was a member of the state presidency and so when I got my mission call to go to the Georgia-Atlanta mission, he came up to me and said, hey, my brother is in the Georgia-Atlanta mission. Yeah, and what he does is he they work with the youth there and in sports groups and, are, you know, he, he told me everything that was going on, and I talked to him quite a bit because I wanted to know what I was going to be involved in. So that's what I thought my mission was going to be. So when I gave my farewell I was talking about I already have the insights group I'm going to be going to the Georgia Latin Mission where I'm going to be working with the youth and starting sports programs <laughs> I imagine working with like starting soccer camps and football camps and baseball and volleyball that's what I'm kind of thinking so when I go to the MTC and they're showing us these uh, lessons discussions and they wanted us to learn it memorize them and uh, there was 15 people in my district at the MTC. And because we're all going to the Georgia Atlanta mission, I took them all in the room. And my companion got chose to be the district leader. So I was the assistant district leader. And I had the mail key. So every day, everyone wanted to get me because they wanted their mail. You know. Yeah. But I could impart my advice. And my advice was, we don't need to live in these discussions at all. We don't, we're not using that. We're working with the youth and everything. So when we're supposed to be in the discussions in the MTC, I would hide up on the <laughs> covers of the MTC that would cover the walkways. We'd stay up there and lay back and so we could skip our class because if you were walking around, they'd make you go. So we'd literally hide.
0: So even rebelling in the MTC. I didn't yeah. I
2: didn't look at it as that, but I'm sure, it, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when I got on my mission and I got with my trainer, we had to go to a new area. He had never been there either. So when we got there, you can imagine the shock. And I said, what are we going to do? <laughs> Where's you the know? youth? Where's the youth well, programs? Where, can we start where, these? Where are we going <laughs> to start to get this going? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, I don't want to say the elder's name. And I said, elder such and such. I know his brother was uh, is my state president. And he said, oh, no, that missionary had a super hard time on his mission and." He was on the verge of getting sent home so many times that the mission president gave him special permission, just to try to keep him out on his mission the last four months. And that's why he worked with so the youth like, group. What? Yeah. So you're no, like, can we I don't get do that, that special treatment for yeah.
3: <laughs> the full shebang. Yeah. So
2: that's when I learned that day that we're going to have to. I did have to learn those discussions, and I was going to be teaching people. And when we went out and knocked on doors, my companion was the trainer was teaching somebody. As we knocked on their door, they said yes and he, I had forgotten that Peter, James, and John literally appeared to Joseph Smith. So when he was teaching that part, I said, really? And I was a, as amazed as the people that we were teaching.
0: <laughs> I did and that. So well, I honestly did that a lot. In my it's, it's, like, it's, it's shocking yeah.
2: because you're so into it, you yeah. know. So when we got back to the apartment, he said, what do you know? And I said, I'm sure I've heard that before, but I, I don't know anything, like doctrinal-wise, Especially being in Georgia, where people are so familiar with the Bible, they knew um, a lot about what being a Christian and the doctrines. And yeah. so, I got I, I called Grandma and I said, "You need to send me every doctrinal book you can think of, you know, on these topics." And I started studying and reading and memorizing the scriptures and stuff. And that's when I realized I had a real talent for memorizing things. Yeah. And I I, you know, I learned that my mission was going to be completely different. Than I had anticipated, so yeah, that was shocking to
1: me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you were. But pretty that's how hard-headed
2: my when I got something in my mind, uh, that's I would just go with it.
0: Well, that's me. I feel like do. That's you all feel, of us. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel like you have that hard head like?
2: Yeah. If you Holy if you feel goodness. and know something, you well, just do it. Yeah. I yeah. think well, yeah.
0: I just have such I a like issue with people telling me what to do you yeah. mean, like in a job or something i'm like no like I i'm not know. gonna do it i feel like you're pretty good at it but maybe well, you just have no. had a really well, cool i feel job. like ours
3: is different like yours is more for jobs where mine for the job that doesn't really affect me but you're able to like follow the church and like do all those oh, things and yeah. that's like the most insane thing to me that you guys are still in this well see <laughs> compared I, I from my perspective in my brain i'm so confused like like how how does this make sense to you guys you know you what's talk about going the doctrines on. Of the just church. the whole entire church, it doesn't make any sense to me. Do not get it. Do not <laughs> think that it's because. I mean, you guys talk about nice feelings stuff. I feel like I still have that. You know, like I'll be like, oh wow, I just felt like I felt the spirit or I felt something like these crazy overwhelming you feelings. Don't, I don't think you, I and personally
0: I st- don't think you have to have the church to feel the spirit. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you definitely still. But still I just feel
3: it like it's. <laughs> it, I don't know that whole. I feel like that's where I that that's cut, the hard headed yeah. thing. Where, and I'm like ten percent. The church is not my agent. That's how much you pay your movie agent. Why are you paying the Mormons? It's a billion-dollar corporation and agent fee. That makes That's like, you know, there's... That's your stuff. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, because the thing about dad is, I think you, are, you still have a strong testimony of that. Yeah,
2: 100%. And, it, you know, it was really hard because of the way it was <laughs> when I grew up. I mean, I don't know what word you'd use, but grandpa got to see a lot of people who were members of the church, and he'd see him, you know, like hiding beer, buying cartons of cigarettes and hiding, you know, like the people who were also going to church. So there were a lot of hypocrites where I grew up uh, around. And I remember when I decided to go on a mission, and it was the day of my farewell, grandpa said he needed to talk to me. So he took me back to his bedroom. And he said, so is this something you want to do? And I said, what do you mean? And I thought he was talking about that day. And I said, he said, go, go on a mission. And I said, yeah. And he said, what, 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 why do you want to do it? And I said, you know, he was asking about like, do you believe the teachings? And I was honest with him. then I said, I have no idea. But from the dreams I had and from that ladder and hearing that voice, I just know there's something I'm supposed to do. And so I want to do it. And he said, so you're doing it because in your heart, this is what you want to do. And I said, yeah. And then I'd never seen my dad do that. He started crying. And he said, well, that's all I wanted to know is that you're doing this for yourself, not for somebody else. And he said, and I'll support you 100%. Yeah. Put his arms around me, gave me a hug. So uh, yeah, that was, uh, well, that was,
1: cool. yeah.
2: It was the only time, you know, the only other time grandpa's ever cried and he's told me because I wasn't there is when he was, he heard from mom that, that guy had a suicide guy had run into me. And so on the drive up there they weren't sure if I was gonna still be alive or not. And he broke down and was right. emotionally just broke down while he and mom, grandma were trying to drive up to uh
0: That's the craziest Ogden. day. Yeah. yeah. I that's why I just want to go through each step. So then you went on your mission to Georgia. You're actually like a super successful missionary and you had a
2: great time on a mission, yeah. Found a lot of great people to teach and baptize and make tons of friends. Well yeah. because
0: Eva like Cause I w- I can't remember. I was also talking to Todd. Cause I was like, I think if you asked a lot of people if they would do their mission now, they would say no. But I asked Todd, and he was like, uh, No, I would 100% go back and do that again. And I feel like, would you?
2: 100%, not even thinking about it.
0: Would you? No.
3: <laughs> you might. You might well, in like look, 30, uh, 40 years. You might be. Look, like Look, what look I at I
2: was. the look at the different circumstances you were in versus me. Just you were in the, a third world country. Yeah, that's a I, lot. Different.
0: I do think that if I. Like, cause your mission does sound kind of fun when you're like, oh, we got to drive the car and pick up like the new missionaries. We got to do this. I feel like my mission, I didn't get to do, like I did fun things, but I, it would always like the gospel had to constantly be on my mind. I never just got to get a break from it. So I feel so like, like if draining. I could even just had a drive to the airport, yeah, that would have helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little bit of normal like, life. The gospel, the gospel, the gospel, the <laughs> gospel.
3: Instead of just walking dirt roads, <laughs> hiding yeah. from wild dogs.
0: That's what happened. <laughs> but you were AP. You got to be AP and stuff, all yeah. that. And then you came home from your mission, and then what did you do?
2: And I got a fi- I had I had crazy things Wait, even
0: happen on my Wait, mission.
3: Wait, you should talk when about chase your got companion. Up my car
2: and chase me.
0: Chase did not you chew? Did you chew? To your mission? Choo-choo. chew. No. Chew. S- S- chew, swear. Oh, you didn't? No. What did I think you did? I thought
2: Because you- a friend of mine sent me a chew in an envelope in his letter to me uh. while I was on my mission. But
0: You did he- used to eat everyone's food though, right? Yeah, like you yeah. would search their houses and eat their food. Well, it wasn't
2: because like when I was the zone leader, you'd have to inspect the apartments and stuff and <laughs> like there's a couple sister missionaries this like makes two groups.
0: So much sense of why I do some of the like I do some of the stuff that I do. Like I have so many of dad's qualities I feel like that are just like especially with food
2: well it was it was so funny because one of the sister missionaries when I was doing their inspecting their apartment they'd always kind of joke and because I would just check everything out and I would especially get a little drink of their kool-aid because they had (laughs) sugar and then I'd always try to grab some of their saltines and I'd eat like five or six saltines with a couple swigs of kool-aid and as I put the saltines back on the back they had drawn a line up the crackers and put a mark where each cracker was so you could see exactly oh. how many. Yeah, and, that, and it was, I was absolutely caught, but it was all in fun, but yeah. Probably not as fun for the people whose food I was eating, but...
0: <laughs> that's just me. Like, I would do that at, like, every roommate well, that I ever had. And then when and I was I at BYU, food.
2: I lived with nine other guys. Yeah. So, and everybody, there's only two gigantic fridges, but it was a lot harder because it was all guys and everyone was watching their food, but... Everybody kind of knew, you know, that you were more than likely t- if something was missing, <laughs> it was funny probably me.
0: I feel like me and you are like that because I remember me and, me and my friend at Utah State, we would eat our roommate's food. But she would be like, did you guys eat my food? Because the box would be turned slightly. Like, she yeah. knew exactly how yeah. she left it. But I feel like Holden... Is a type to be watching his food. Holden like would be the one getting his food Yeah, in front. Like yeah, you would, would never walk. eat someone's food. You wouldn't, food. Yeah. No, yeah. You I wouldn't would, do that. You I'd would, never do
3: that. Holden's do that. a
0: type to like take a picture of exactly how it's angled. Oh and I yeah. do
3: that still <laughs> with stuff. With Andrea? Yeah. If it's I like, have something. Andrea,
0: did you drink my drink?
3: <laughs> leave it at the right angle.
0: No, I would uh, like, did you guys remember the fact that we haven't even talked about the time in our lives when Andrea lived at our house? Oh,
3: oh we didn't gosh. talk about that.
0: No, we have not talked no. about No. That. Like, that's like, oh. that's like, dad, that's I like right when you down. moved out. Yes, right as dad leaves our house, we had a lady from our ward move in. I just completely forgot that that ever even yeah. happened. And you stole her. I remember. No, no, no. I you know. I wanted to say that. This is the only reason why I'm saying this. So, she's confessing. If you're listening, you know who you are. I would steal your food. <laughs> she would sp- specifically set, uh, steal. They were the, the apple crisp cinnamons. How do you remember that? <laughs> because <you laughs> that would, is hilarious. She would come in the room with handfuls of them. Um, oh, like, apple crisp and cereal? No, Okay, so she had like, there's these um veg- veggie straws. Everyone knows those veggie straws that you can buy from Costco. They had a version of them that were like apple cinnamon. So they're like pi- like apple pies. And they're like these crispy straws. And she had them. And she kept them in her room, obviously, so that like we wouldn't eat them. Yeah. But every time she left... I would go in there and I would just grab handfuls because I thought they were so good. That's funny. And I think she totally knew because they started to be, like, hidden. Like, they weren't in the same spot where I left them last. That's so funny. Yeah, so that's the only reason why I wanted to bring that up is I would steal her food. That is funny. (laughs) That is Okay, so then Dad gets home from his mission. Um, You. I don't really know your life that well. Yeah, like, what happens between Matt and meeting Mom? Yeah. So
2: So I decided... um,
0: I know you went to BYU.
2: Yeah. My mission president, he asked me what I wanted to do, and I was really close with my mission. I had two mission presidents for a year each. Um, they served three years, but I came in the yeah. you know, the third year of one and the first year of another. And he, he said, what school are you going to? And he, he asked me like, he you know, it was something that was expected, and, and I hadn't really thought about it, so I said, BYU. So he wrote me the letter, and then uh, – you know, I, I got right in, and. Um,
0: what were you gonna study?
2: I was minoring in Japanese and majoring in international business, so I had I was taking two languages. I was taking Japanese and American Sign Language. Oh, I forgot uh,
0: you can do sign language. Yeah, and. Um, but you didn't graduate.
2: No, no, I ended up staying there for two years, and then I transferred up to the University of Utah.
0: Did you graduate?
2: No, I never got my Bachelor's. BA. I finished um, the credits to get my minor in Japanese, but they don't give you that yeah. there, and they didn't have international business at the time at the U.
0: How come you stopped just because you were successful in the work? Because
2: there? the I used to teach um, Chinese to stu- Chinese graduate students that were going to Westminster um, English, um, probably twenty-five hours a week, and I think I got four dollars and twenty-five cents an hour, and um, the. They had a, a nutritional company, too, EXL International. And so I'd work there all week, and then I'd come home and on the weekends with the painting company. I could earn more money in one day than I did in the whole week. So after – and this is I, – I met mom while I was at BYU. Uh-oh. Some of my friends who lived in Salt Lake had gone to a birthday party, and it happened to be her birthday party, and about – Maybe f- 10 or 15 of the people I knew real well went to it and mom was single I, I wasn't there but I had heard you know that it was a fun party and I didn't know anything about her but then about two weeks later everybody met up again and that's when I met mom
0: he's always been into what was your first impression of mom
2: <laughs> um, uh, she was tall she had really long legs you know I thought it was sexy <laughs> the legs.
0: <laughs> Were you always yeah. into kooks? The older women? Could you tell she was older? Oh
2: yeah. No. No. I mean I, I liked it because there was such a huge difference from the way she acted versus the girls who are eighteen or nineteen or twenty. Yeah. At BYU, you know. I
0: actually saw a picture we were looking at old pictures of you guys and there's a picture of you and mom on a beach where you went on like that. Speedboat that was white with pink. Yeah, and the blue. showtime. Yeah, and you that guys was the name looked of the boat. so cute together. <laughs> yeah. I know mom brought all your guys' cause I wanted to make a video of you guys uh you never did that. No, I still I'm gonna do I'll oh. do it. I have a
2: lot of stuff I'm supposed to still get there too.
0: Okay, so pictures
2: and stuff. you you had a lot, didn't you?
0: So yeah, it's just cute to see pictures of you. So you meet mom, but you have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. What did oh, you I didn't n- know that
2: yeah, and it was getting near Christmas and the girl I was dating, Sherry, was uh, wanting me to go to uh, Georgetown with her over Christmas. And it was just at the time I was starting to get real serious, um, you know, with mom, so starting you know, to see her. And she so knew.
0: You, your girlfriend knew you were getting serious with another person? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. But I was with her, and she said she loved me when mom we were did? kissing. No, oh, my girl. Yeah. And I got emotional and, and you know, kind of dressed up and took off out of her apartment.
0: Dressed up? So yeah, because I had my shirt off yuck. and I was making out. Oh, really okay. no, TMI. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay.
2: Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My, my leg just automatically shot up. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so So uh, I, I went back and it was like 2.30 in the morning and I'm crying. And I don't know what to do. And who do I call? Mom, at two thirty in the morning. Uh-oh. And so, obviously, she's sound asleep. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "Nothing." <laughs> and I'm now. I've come home. I've thrown off my sweat. So I'm just standing there in my garment bottoms and my garment top. <laughs> and the only phone is in the middle of. I shared a, a house with ten guys. We lived in the basement, and the people older couple lived above. So. I'm in the I'm in the room talking at that time and my girlfriend comes walking in while I'm crying on the phone talking to mom. Wait,
0: so you just left her
2: at her apartment? At,
0: oh, and then she walks into your apartment. And then
2: she drove back over. Uh, yeah, she only lived like 5 minutes away yeah. from me. Not even that probably. Oh. So, but she didn't come right over. It took her like 20 25 minutes. Yeah. So, she got, you know, dressed and wanted to come over to see what's going on with me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to, you know, no I'm real. Um, so yeah, that pretty much ended it. And then she asked me, my girlfriend, the girl, she said, are you, do you love somebody else? And it was just brutal. And I said, I think I do. And Whoa. that was it with her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's mom was just a little bit different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and how much sh- older Sherry,
3: was this? Was, that was Sherry. Sherry compared was to six years older than me. Oh, so you so always she was had that. Two
2: years younger than mom. Huh? That's yeah, and she'd already graduated from school. She had just taken her LSATs. She graduated in graphic design, and she was thinking about going to law school or um, getting her master's in some kind of graphic, you know.
3: Huh. I think that was a good choice. For him to? For too. not to. Graphic design, going into law school. Seems like a psycho. Yeah. I'm just joking. Uh, Sherry. And
2: she was a Persian girl, too. Really, really well, pretty. Well,
3: now I'm switching sides.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But grandma and grandpa loved her, right?
2: Oh, they only I got know. to meet her, I think, once. Oh. They didn't know her hardly at all. They oh. they knew the girlfriend before that, which was Mindy, and they loved Oh, her.
0: I was like, I know Grandma. Ha-. Yeah, I kn- yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so then you meet Mom. How long did you guys Yeah, Mindy take?
2: ended up coming out on my mission. She ended up taking a job <laughs> as a
0: okay nanny. In Atlanta?
2: In Atlanta. Okay. And she was in the exact ward I went to okay. in Atlanta.
0: Okay. So Be I'm, dead honest. What did you kiss? Did you kiss Mindy oh, on your mission? No, because... Dad? Thing, no, I
2: saw that smile. I can, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna, you guys don't know this. She wasn't my girlfriend before I went on my mission. Uh-huh. I dated one of her friends. Uh-huh. And so she always wanted to get too serious. Mindy did. And I didn't want that. So she had this friend, Heidi. And so about four months, five months before my mission, I saw her and I, I dated. We went out every single day for the five months before. And she had six sisters and they all performed and sang. And they did that at my farewell. And so, yeah, Mindy wasn't even... Uh, l- wasn't Our relationship wasn't like that then. No, I didn't. What? What's going on?
0: Eva think someone farted. Oh. Well,
3: if you can smell it. So whoever smelled it, it
0: dealt it.
2: Yeah, it's coming that direction because it's clear here. Um, <laughs> okay. That's so, so that's, funny. That's okay. how that happened. So, n- And I dated Mindy when I came home from my mission for a while. And I was really close with her. But it was never like that. So... And what's funny is that she was actively dating the members of that ward, like my mission, my uh, ward mission leader. Yeah, he was an accountant, worked at George in the Georgia Pacific Building. Really good-looking guy, single. So yeah, there were a lot of guys asking her out and dating. So it was just real awkward for me because she's very, she was very, very pretty. Yeah. And so like everybody was you know attracted to her, and then it came out. That's Elder Reese's. Some missionary ended up recognized because I had a picture of her before. Yeah. When she got there, I had took the, my pictures down, <sighs> but I had a small picture. So, so yeah, that was that was kind of a weird situation. Yeah. Okay. So. But I no, I can't believe you guys would think I'd kiss a girl on my mission. No, I didn't do that.
0: I don't. No, it wouldn't be a shock. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. No. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, so then, how long did you, you date? Cross that line. <laughs> how long did you date mom for? Before you guys got married.
2: Um, a couple years. Like two. Yeah.
0: Okay. So then you and mom get married. I just think it's since we started this podcast, we kind of started it, but we're not really like focusing too much on it. But the reason we started it obviously is because you and mom got divorced, Mm -hmm. you know, and me and Eva and like Holden would probably agree that, um, when kids, parents get divorced, sometimes you feel like it's hard to like talk about it or like people don't want to talk to you about it as much. It's like, you and mom probably don't even know how to handle it because no one plans on getting divorced when they get married. You obviously don't get married thinking that. And so that's why we started the podcast is to help other girls or kids like us whose parents got divorced of how to handle it, like how we felt to make them feel like not alone in those feelings. So you and mom, we kind of just want to talk through all of it, you know. So when you and mom first get married, was there problems at the beginning of your marriage? none. You guys didn't really fight. like None. Yeah. And you and mom, I think, had, like, it's fun to hear you guys' stories because you guys loved being outside. I feel like if that's anything you taught us, it's like to snowboard, uh, water ski, you know, boating. Like scuba diving. You guys, yeah. I feel like you guys were traveling a lot, scuba we diving. Did. We did, yeah. And that was
2: the thing that we, we talked about, things we wanted to do. Almost everything that I love doing, she was up for it and was willing to do. Like especially scuba diving, she had already done it. So I mean, things like that that you know that that yeah, we'd love doing that. That's why we wanted, and we talked about it while we were dating. That's what drove me to stay. You know, get closer and closer with mom is that our outlook on what we wanted to do with our family and with our kids. We wanted the same things, and I had to make a big decision because while I was going to school. I had to earn more money, and that's why I moved up to the University of Utah and transferred because the guy that I'd just come and work for a day or two, you know, on the weekend, um, he ended up having some issues in his marriage, and he had all these contracts, big contracts with companies, and since I had been working for him for a couple years, uh, when he decided he was going to leave, they he asked him without asking me, he said, uh, Mike is still going to be here. Would you guys be willing to have him still do the work? And so a business basically got handed over to me because I was in such a good relationship with th- my boss. He had a son, um, but he wasn't quite mature enough to be able to handle it like that. So
0: so that's how you got it started? So that's
2: I, I didn't ever want to start my own business or do anything, but because he was leaving and I had transferred to the school, I, I thought, you know what, I've got to do this. And the kind of painting I was doing isn't what I liked to do. I liked, I, and I didn't, I had never done it, but I wanted to do, like, learn how to do gold leaf, learn how to do different types of old world finishes, faux finishes, you know, wood graining. And that's what I, and, and so I started the company, and it helped me out through school. And um, that's when I decided, because all my ambition and focus was moving to Japan and um, being in business. And so then one year I had to decide not only could I not do that anymore, but if I wanted to raise kids and if I had my own business, we could choose to go down to Monticello or go camping or go motorcycle riding. I didn't have to depend on somebody else. I could just do it. So. That sounded good to me, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to try to make th- that business work, but I'm going to switch it up. And instead of doing this kind of painting, I'm going to do this kind of painting. And that's 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 how the business started.
0: Yeah. So, he, so yeah. So that's all we remember is just Dad, right? Yeah. Having his, like, own business, like, the garage just being, like, a workshop. Yeah. But then, um, so then you and Mom had... And she was like
2: real instrumental in that, encouraging it, because... Be, her being more mature, and all, she had already graduated from college, her focus, you know, was s- s- the way she saw things, I wasn't there yet. So it made me realize, yeah, that could be a really good thing, starting this business. And I, because I had taken it for granted, um, you know, having gone along with the people I worked for, I never thought about, you know, me being in charge of all that. It just happened.
0: You yeah. Know? And, and then
2: s- it worked out great to be, to, for us to be able to leave.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you guys have me. I am your daughter, right? Yep. That's when the problem started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With me. <Yep>. and When, <laughs> when we and when, you, when
2: we, we had a house in Holiday, we used to live off 15th East and 4230 South, right in Holiday.
0: Oh. Um, and you that's just where drops where it, the address.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Well. Uh, it's fine. It. So when you uh, yeah when so when you were uh, born, we stayed there for. I think it was like a year
0: and a half or two. I just have to say, I have a fear that you're not my dad for some reason. Remember? Because in Monticello. Well, okay. So I didn't know. You
2: had different fears all the time. So well, I, I know,
0: promise. but I didn't know that mom had been married before you. Mm. Do you remember when I found that? Yeah. So then I found that out and I was like, because I found her wedding picture.
2: Oh, is that how you found With out? Richard.
0: Yeah. I remember Monticello. you showed me that. And I was like,
3: we walked into the bedroom. I've never even seen that. So I don't know. You pulled it out from underneath mom's bed.
0: Yeah. And I just remember I was like, my heart sank because I was like, why is she in a wedding dress with like another guy? I thought mom was a spy. (laughs)
2: Oh, I see what you got. Oh.
0: So then I was like, wait, is dad really my dad? So now sometimes I'm like, oh, I get it. I forgot that part. Yeah. I asked you for my birth certificate. Do you, you probably don't remember remember asking
2: me for the birth certificate, but I didn't know. There was this much No, but I remember
0: it. joking because I remember you guys handed me my birth certificate and I remember I was like, mother and the f- And then I went, Father Richard Christensen? And then you guys started laughing because I was like, but so I'm still like, but I definitely know I'm your kid, and right?
2: what's funny is that <laughs> on, mom's, on mom's old me Honda. And- me and Eva look a lot more
3: like. Yeah, alike. I
0: don't. I feel like you might be... Then Kenzie. But I look... big
3: head. He like like Kenzie's got a small head. I look head. like dad. I yeah. look like
0: dad. You look like Richard. Mm. you dad.
3: You look like Richard.
0: I don't know what he lo- He was like way white and tall. Whoa. He had lots of freckles. He had a small head
3: and he had freckles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, mom had <laughs> freckles. I look like mom. And
3: um, uh. <laughs> on her car,
2: he got her a license plate and it said Mrs. C.
0: Really? Oh my gosh.
2: M-R-S-C.
0: Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) One
2: one time when we were down there, we'd been married for like five years. We were going to somebody's um, ward for like blessing a baby or something. And it just so happened to be Richard's two sisters ward. So when we went there, um, I got to see Richard's sisters.
0: So it's like her ex-sister-in-laws?
2: Yeah. And they had built a house together right by that church. So we, I drove by the house that mom and Richard built together when they um, got married.
0: So weird. Did that it have, is weird. Did that bug you or were you kind of like... Eh? No. Yeah. Okay, so then you guys had me. Were you like guys planning on... How, was I planning? Yeah,
2: yeah. All you guys were planned.
0: Were you excited to be a dad? You guys, you guys yeah.
3: had like miscarriages before Kenzie was even born. Yeah. Like multiple.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, how many did you and mom have? How many what? Miscarriages.
2: Well... Um, but she had a tubal and I think, uh, I think there's two or three. Yeah. 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 And it was, re- I mean, at least. Yeah. Could have been four.
0: I feel like she said four. Could, I just didn't know if it, they were all that. It down. could be. Oh.
2: But it really played with her hormones too. Yeah. And, um, she ended up having to take a steroid when she got pregnant with you right in the very beginning. So she really gained a lot of weight. Because they wanted to make sure that her body could hold it. I
0: feel like you need to get
2: hmm? Closer?
0: Yeah. Closer to the mic. <laughs> um, okay. So then, yeah, she has me. Were you like, I just feel like I, since I have my own kids, were you super excited to be oh, a dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, re- I want to find that picture where mom said that. I can't remember. It's like you, she was gone because she worked or something. I don't even remember what the picture is, but she came home. Remember, and you had me, and you had matching bandanas on, and you just took a picture of us. And we're, I was I'd like, "I'd love little. to see
2: that." I can't remember what, but that you the picture know what i like. yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: So you were just like excited to be a dad.
2: Yeah, and I used to love coming home from work and then putting you in my arms. There's another picture we had at that house where you're in my arms and I'm laying back on the bed. Oops, and you're <laughs> just asleep right there in my arms. And I used to do that every night. I'd come home with. you I mean, that's what I would look forward to. Because back then, I'd have to go to school and work, school and work. Yeah. Because yeah. when I went to school, all, all the things I did, you know, like in the 300 level, 400 level for classes, weren't, didn't transfer over to the University of Utah. Yeah. So I had to, you know, take the classes and switch my major to business management. Yeah. You know.
0: Do you guys feel like was the first, was having your first kid hard on you guys? Or did you guys, were you just like...
2: Well, the business was going pretty good, you know. And, I mean, it was funny because when I um, had to get the ring, you know, when we went ring shopping, I had no credit. I'd never done anything. I had my own business. And the invoices back then, I used to actually fill it in. I had printed up uh, invoices that were, like, I think had three or four copies attached. So, there was no carbon paper. If you wrote on the one, I'd have, like, three copies. Yeah. So... That's how I used to have to do anything. And so to get the wedding ring, they needed a credit history. Well, I had just started my business, so I didn't have anything. So I looked back on the prior like six months of all the bills I had turned into Holy Cross and just wrote them all up like they were current bills. And I had gotten paid in order to get the credit to buy mom's (laughs) ring. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So then Holden and me are two years apart.
3: Two years. Almost. yeah.
0: Yeah, two years, one month.
3: And a couple of days.
0: Yeah. And then Eva comes two years after that. Did you guys want to have three kids?
3: Yeah. Three or four.
0: Okay. And through all of that, let's see. There was a period.
2: And it was nice because when we had you, a baby girl, and then we had the next baby, it was a baby boy. So then we were happy, you know, it didn't matter if we had a boy or a girl, we we're going to be happy either way. We never even worried about. Then you got a mix. Sex. Yeah. Evo
0: no, got to pick. She got to pick. <laughs> which <gender>. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were all close in age, and I loved, I loved it. And so I basically got to kind of recreate that with my kids. But during our childhood, do you guys like want to chime in? I feel like I'm talking um, so much. Can you please like shut up? Well, no, I'm trying to just, just kidding. M- so we lived in Kaysville. You were working a lot. Uh, not a lot, but you were working. We all did our sports. We were all doing, like, all of that stuff.
2: And it's so funny because I, I knew so little. If you guys can imagine now, when we're going to get our first house, Mom's looking around, and I always thought, you know, if I could find a place that had, like, a little stream or water and something by snakes and all that, that's how Mom found that house in Kaysville. She said, because she she'd go look for him by herself, and she told me about it. It's got a stream, and I was like, what?
3: That so house when I, was so... Perfect. perfect
2: yeah right by was. the mountains Love too that house. Yeah. so yeah. when i saw it i mean you couldn't when you go to the backyard you couldn't even see there was a fence because it was just so much overgrown and it looked horrible but i could see the potential and the people who had built the home they had inherited a ranch and another home in texas and so for like 15 years they had only come for a month or two a year to stay in that home, oh. and then they'd go back to their primary residence. So that's why their yard was so. In the front, it was it was it wasn't it was overgrown, but in the back, I mean, it was like a wilderness. Yeah, um, back there. But they were asking a hundred and I think they were asking and thirty thousand.
0: So crazy. And I made him so an shy. offer.
2: Being a big businessman, I said. We'll do 129500
0: <laughs> Just $500 less? <laughs> in your it.
3: head, you're like, $500 yeah, of thinking. savings. There's no
2: way I'm going to pay that. We'll knock off 500 <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's how it all started.
0: Um. So did you, would you say... And we
2: had a lot of fun in that house getting to paint your guys' rooms, whatever you guys want. I feel like
0: and we all have such good, way good yeah. memories there, I feel like. Hold
2: them, everything bad. you mm-hmm. want in your room, like your little remember your the chair rail with those cowboys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun doing that.
0: Um you don't have to go into like too much detail about stuff, but um do you feel like you were just genuinely like I guess it, I don't really remember. Would you feel like you were happy through most of our childhood there?
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's such a huge difference. I mean Mom and I, I mean, both of both of our main happiness we got from you guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. It didn't. It wasn't between us at a certain point anymore. Mm-hmm. It was between you guys, and I don't know why, but that was something that I'd always been warned of because I'd always heard Keith talk about. Um,
3: Keith is our aunt's ex husband. Yeah, Keith used reference. to
2: always. He used to ask me so many questions. About what Anne was like, because of what he was going through, and so, um, and because they they had just Lauren, and I think Mar—I don't know, but I think Marion—I don't know if she wanted more children or not, but when Mom had children, that's one of the things I was always, you know, I, I knew that's right. something Mom wanted more than anything. Yeah. So to have babies. That, yeah, and and everything she said was true, mm-hmm. you know, like she really wanted children, she really wanted kids because. Every bit of energy that we had, like what we did, it was because for you guys. Like, I mean, if you take a look at most years, geez, we almost went to Monticello, you know, maybe ten times, well, 11, I, twelve times a year. Just
0: me being yeah. a mom now and realizing how how much work goes into road trips, packing up a boat, like motorcycling, like it takes a lot of work. And you guys, it just seemed like we, that's just what we did. It was mm-hmm. like
2: okay, yeah. so let's we go. even did a trip that was so remote. We we did one in the Bahamas where. One of Kurt's friends, um, he ended up just wanting to run expedition companies. And so his company was in Micronesia, and he'd switched and had all of his um, big pontoon boats and diving gear and all that stuff be shipped over to an island that he leased and from the Bohemian government. And so we gotta to go to that island and it was just us there, yeah, plus three guys who helped take care of it. So we were the only people in the whole island, but you had to fly in take two smaller airplanes from Nassau and then take a boat ride in and you know, real remote. College. Totally different.
3: So that at that house, that's right when the suicide accident happened with the suicide driver that driving into that you. That, that was at the old house. That
2: yeah. happened in yeah.
3: That was like right when we left. But I was gonna I rem- say about before
2: about year and a half, two
3: years.
0: But before that, I was just gonna say I don't remember what happened, but you did move out to Grandma and Auntie's yeah. I, yeah. So why? You don't have to go into full I detail. I,
2: there, it, it just, I didn't like the contention.
0: You guys were having contention, even when mm. we were little. I was going to say, like, yeah. obviously, because I remember, I don't think you guys remember going not I don't
3: even remember. I don't remember that. I remember going to Grammy Auntie's, but I don't think I remembered that that's where you lived. And then How long the, was that weren't.
0: for? Because I don't know. Not,
2: not very long, because the longest I remember living someplace that was separate was at a, a condo I had. And I had a condo with Dan. And I think we had that condo for like 20 months, 24, 22 months. That's
0: What's so that? weird because yeah. it's Well, like
2: I wouldn't stay there all the time.
0: Just if things got contentious. Yeah, yeah,
2: but at one point, it just got to be so bad. You know, it was just... For, for me, it was uh, super hard to do as much running around because none of the jobs I had were in Kaysville. Yeah. You know, when I'm working, I was working in Deer Valley and Sandy and, you know, places. So my drives would be, you know... I could do two hundred and twenty was about an average day of me driving, yeah, and so, yeah, it just become the last thing i want to do is come home with contention and fighting and yeah, wanting I always had like a list of ten things she wanted me to do, and it just got to be too much, and I couldn't you know that's 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 what I remember,
0: yeah. That's just, like, your feelings. So that,
3: like, leads up to the accident, and then that seems like that's probably, like, an event like that. (sighs) That's
0: a very life-changing event. That's, like, you
3: probably, like, a make or a break, and it probably seemed like it was a make for a second.
2: Maybe. I don't know.
3: Because then you got, I mean, well, I mean, it must have seemed like it because we bought another house. Yeah. You know, it must have been like maybe, maybe we're <laughs> <gonna continue this laughs> right? Right?
2: No, we never thought we were gonna give up or do anything like that. Okay. And I knew that we wanted a nice, a newer home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So our relationship was always going strong, but it didn't matter. Whatever I could provide for you guys, I was gonna provide. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I just wanted to make sure that we had enough money to do the things that we wanted to do. Yeah. And you know, for the most part, I felt like we gave. You know. I tried to do that to the best of my ability.
0: Yeah, so I, I was in sixth grade when um, you got hit by the car. So do you want to talk about that? Or is it hard to talk about? Yeah, that?
2: and that was a real... So the uh, the job I was doing was in Provo. And um, so Brandon, our nephew, um, and Eric, we'd have to go and I would pick up Brandon and Eric and we'd or just Brandon. And we'd drive... Um, so I was coming from Leighton. Yeah. Was I coming from Kaysville? Kaysville. Kaysville, and
3: uh, wasn't it in Logan? I thought it was in Crash. Yeah, oh, yeah okay.
2: but we were have. So every day I would go from Leighton, pick up Brandon and like Draper, and then we'd go drive to a job in Provo. And we had a party over the weekend on Saturday, and Brandon's dad Steve was there, and he said so are you guys wearing your seatbelt? And back then, I never wore a seatbelt. And I used to always joke about it because on our missions, they'd show these film strips about why you have to wear a film strip. And it showed a person, you know, with like a horrible stick figure drawing getting thrown out of the car and hitting a telephone pole with their arms and legs wrapped around it and sliding down. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So I'd say, no, I don't want to wear my seatbelt. I want to be thrown clear, just mocking the film strip that i had seen so long ago
1: yeah
2: so um steve said you guys aren't wearing your seat belts and i said no we probably should and they got dixie especially was kind of upset because we're driving that far and just not click because she had been in a life or death accident already if you see dixie she's got a lot of scars she almost died two times in bad bad car accidents she's got permanent disabilities from that too she just doesn't talk about it from her head well, So I said right then, you know what, we'll wear our seatbelts from now on, and I'll make sure Brandon wears shoes too. So that's how we ended it. So now we go to Monday. I have a doctor's appointment in Logan. And we're doing a job that was further up in Logan uh, for Larry Miller up at his cabin at the time too. So we were just finishing that up. And so it took like 40 minutes for me to get there. And as I was going through Brigham City, I had to get gas so I got gas, and I took my seatbelt off there. And, uh, of course, you know, to get gas, I went in and got a drink. And then as I started to get ready to leave, I just took off. So I went through Brigham City, and then you have to go over the mountain, which is Sardines Pass. I go over that, and as I'm driving, it says Logan. I can't remember if it was seven mile or eight miles away. And right when I saw that sign, I thought, oh, my seatbelt. And so I reached down and I put my seatbelt on. And there's signs um, two miles apart, like Logan eight miles and then Logan six or Logan seven, Logan five. Before I got to that other sign, the car had hit me. So I had just put my seatbelt on within probably less than a mile from where the accident happened. And I saw it was raining and there's two lanes, a center lane, and then two lanes. So five lanes in total. I was in the slow lane, and I had my cruise control set at 60. Yeah. And that was the speed limit on that road, 60. And clear down the road, it was just barely raining. I could see a red car going much faster than everybody else because it was weaving in and out, passing people. And it ended up, instead of passing people in the lanes, it ended up coming across the traffic and past people in the middle so I just noticed it. But then it went all the way to the opposite. So it was in the far outside lane itself. And then at the last second, it came across all five lanes like it was aimed at me. And I couldn't go anywhere. So I just gripped my steering wheel, just, you know. Yeah. And that, that was it.
0: So, <laughs> so scary. Do you want to give backstory on what the guy was doing? Well,
2: the guy had, um, I ended up finding all this out. Uh, from our insurance agent, from talking to his parents, he had been been hooked on drugs and alcohol, and he had an eight-year-old son, Mm -hmm. and the mom wasn't doing anything, so he was basically raising the son. I don't know what the mom was doing, but the son was living with the dad, and he was living with his mom and dad, and they had been having issues of his drinking and stuff, and so the son wanted to get a new truck, and the dad said... Um, he did not want his wife to co-sign on to get their son a truck. She ended up doing it and they got in a huge confrontation and he ended up leaving the house on Sunday night saying that he was going to kill himself. And he went and totaled his truck into a telephone pole trying to kill himself. And he got arrested for DUI. So they had to keep him in the tank for eight hours. And so in the morning, the dad said, leave him in there Um, He needs to get, you know, get control. The mom couldn't because this, you know, trying to get her baby out. But the dad refused to let him come back home. So the deal was the mom could go pick up the son. But then she had to drop him off at his friend's house. But at least he was out of jail. And then from there, he borrowed that guy's car. And it was like just a little bit before 7 in the morning, he started um, driving it. And then he went head into a semi. And at the last second, he turned out. And that semi driver called the police and said he thinks he has uh, someone thinking about committing suicide. So the police were notified, and then another person called the police, another semi driver, but it was the opposite direction. So the guy had obviously turned around. So the police were already en route to come there, and and so, yeah, that's what ended up happening. He he, and even on people I remember after reading people's report, and there were they got like seven or eight. Statements from people behind me, yeah, and there were like three or four of us that said it looked like the red car was aiming for the white truck,
0: yeah, that's and so he was,
1: insane. yeah, you know,
0: so yeah, he did end up like passing away, which was that was like oh. s- obviously so. I know that like makes me feel sick to my stomach because, yeah. yeah, I
3: just it's sad for his kid because his kid, kid. Yeah. is probably around the same age his as kid, us. his
2: kid at that time
0: was eight,
3: yeah, so that's like Eva's age, way
0: young, yeah
2: that was in 2005 so add what is that 17 years
3: find out it was jerem's dad <laughs> oh <laughs> like,
0: gosh. Like, my gosh <laughs> yeah. that, would be, <laughs> that would be well insane
3: so, if you even came into pass with that yeah because he's still out there that's crazy
0: yeah Poor kid yeah I'd so watch. that's obviously that? like such that's your most traumatic thing right that's ever happened to you would you say because the
3: house one's crazy too? Though I feel like well, the house one's right up there with that.
0: I'm just I saying like because this like a guy passed, passed away, and, and dad was right there. You
2: mean you mean tra- traumatic as far as like life and death or
0: well, like just traumatic like PTSD overall PTSD
3: from like seeing the whole thing and like knowing that that guy died you underneath tra- your car. Like you were
0: trapped in your car. You thought it was on well. Fire. Okay, so
2: when the uh, for just a second, you know, you kind of lose you. You, you just kind of black out for just a second, and so. When I opened my eyes and I could see what was going on, the uh, I was oops, the my tire was about even, maybe just a little bit higher than my seat, and my legs were pinned up because uh, my front tire had come up underneath my thing and inside of my truck, um, up by my up underneath my steering wheel and pushing it up, and it had twisted me, so I was looking towards the passenger seat. And there was so much smoke, I thought my truck was on fire. So I started screaming, thinking that I'm going to burn alive. So as I'm twisted like this, kind of like looking this way, I'm trying to break my window of my truck for all I'm worth, knowing it's a matter of life and death. And I'm pinned. My legs are stuck, so I know I can't. I'm not going to be leaving, but at least I can get air because I'm only inhaling. Just, it, you can't see anything. It's just so much smoke in there. And I'm thinking it's fire. So I keep trying to hit it, and I realize there's no way I'm going to break it. I just couldn't get the torque. And uh, I don't even remember what happened from there. I don't know if... I, th- I think a lady ended up um, appearing at my window, and she was a nurse. And she said, you know, how are you doing? How are you doing? And I said, because I, I was... N- panicked? Yeah, yeah, completely panicked. And I was... The first thing, I was concerned about the other person. I thought it was a woman... And I don't know if I thought that because there was hair or whatever because I had that view coming in. And uh, I could just tell that the person had passed away from her the way she answered my question. And so I was just like...
0: That made you feel even.
2: Well, then yeah, I was just... I felt horrible, you know. and And I'm still trapped in my vehicle too. And then by... It was only a few minutes later that the paramedics and everything come and they get the jaws of life and they start pushing that into the car and you can hear it it's kind of like an mri except on your car and it it ends up popping your stuff open
0: that's really scary yeah because i remember mom telling me when you got in the car accident and i she left me in school i was telling eva this in like another podcast it was like i remember her coming and calling me out of class and saying hey dad got in like a really bad car accident so I need to go be with him. Probably like Brenda's going to co- Do you know what I am mean? Probably saying someone's going to come get you. Right. And she's like, okay. And then she left and I had to go back. I didn't it. know that.
2: So, so you were left there.
0: So then I had to go back into my class. And I remember I was just like, oh my
2: gosh, I didn't know that. It's I she, thought she got you.
3: It's so weird because I, I feel like I was there and I drove up with grandma and grandpa because I know that I grabbed, I was, I know I was there with grandma and grandpa. You and could have
0: maybe gone like after. I don't know if it was
3: like the day after because we went to go pick up all your paintbrushes that had flown out of your truck. And I was with them. I talked about this. And one I first. remember
2: Grandpa giving me that stuff too. And I remember I bracelet. I too. gave
3: yeah. I gave Dad like a like Live not, Strong? not a Livestrong, but like the Livestrong wrist bracelets. And I found it on the ground. Was it orange? No, it was it like was milky colored. Yeah,
2: oh. with the camel pattern.
3: But I remember I found that. But I remember being there. But that might have been like the day after or something. Could have been. And then I remember when you came home. Well, just Grandma
2: and Grandpa drove up after the accident. That's why I'm like, was it that day?
1: And, and, I yeah, imagine it they was. Drove up that he day probably it, did.
0: So
3: I, it, that's kind of weird that you didn't go, but I went with Grandma and Grandpa. I bet alone. Mom
0: just hurried and left because she's like, I don't know what state Dad's in. Yeah, you don't so want to bring your kid. Bring... Did she come to by herself? To the hospital? She,
2: yeah, she came to the hospital in Logan, and that's who I drove home with.
0: Because you didn't did stay you in the hospital day? overnight? No,
2: I didn't want to stay in the hospital.
3: So I did go up that day. Huh. Yeah. That is crazy. I yeah. wonder Did why. you
0: break your ankles?
3: Yeah. Shattered. He shattered his ankles. Only the one the shattered his left ankle.
0: But it's just crazy. Is that what else happened?
2: Herniated my disc in my back.
0: But no other broken bones besides your ankle?
3: No,
2: just just beat up. Yeah. yeah. The, the, my talus was in 8
3: pieces. That's all because of the seatbelt though. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, all
0: because you thought, you know. Well, like,
2: I'll tell you. I mean that and I can remember that clear as day the amount of force that's where I blacked out is right when the the impact because I was tightening up and then I can remember like
3: eating you back just sp-
2: yeah just
0: how much it helped
2: well, you I, I only getting... remember going into it, not anything else. Yeah. And then when I came to like there were still some parts like coming down like maybe just seconds after that were hitting. I was coming to Right about then, when Mm-mm. the last of the stuff out, up in the air hit, because you got to think, when he came into me, I went directly over the center of the car and then over and off to the right. So mm. where he was, that's I think his head came off. Oh my! Gosh. I thought, or almost did. That's why the that's head what's was gonna flipping ca- around. Cause
3: you to like panic in your head though when you're so then like from this accident, obviously it's that.
2: yeah. And so and that's that's why in my dreams. I watched this movie called Anaconda Hunt for the Blood Rose or something, and it showed, like, a uh, anaconda's perspective being in its tunnels and going through. I would have dreams that I'm now trapped, but not in my truck. I'm trapped in a cave, and I can't breathe. And that's why I like to put a hoodie on. I mean, I still have issues today.
0: You get caught, like, you start to feel like... Oh, I
2: can't sure. breathe. Well, I passed out several times for things like that, but... Um, but I've been working on it for years. Um,
0: is that when you got started on Xanax?
2: Yeah, I went to the church psychiatrist
0: to help I, you because you're having. I think PTSD it was like stuff.
2: 14 to 15 months after the accident. Yeah, and that's what they they gave me is uh, Xanax to help. Yeah.
0: Okay. Obviously, Xanax plays a big part in our childhood. Whether it's like a, and
2: I only did Xanax for a few years. but Whether yeah, you it remember all,
0: it or not. Whether you remember it or not, it plays a big part in our. Childhood in it, yeah. and I think now that we're like more open and talking about it, it's like, it's funny to hear, like us what we remember versus what you remember, and I just want to say like I don't act like, I think growing up there's probably hard feelings towards it, and it stressed me out a lot, but now that I'm older, it's like mostly just sympathy I would say probably for me, is like, now I get it more. Because when we're younger, I don't get why, when you go to the doctor, you come home a different person. Or why at the end of the month, you can't get out of bed. Because to me, it makes no... Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand it as much. So that's um, kind of a big part of what I remember growing up is, I... And we don't have to go into whatever you're comfortable It's like, I tracked your doctor's appointments. You know, I was like, psycho about... I, I knew think we all were. Yeah. I knew when you would go to the doctor because I think that when you would get your pills, what you have explained to me now is that you would feel so much better. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you're like, well, man, if I take one, I'm feeling good. But if I took like a couple more, I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. Is yeah. What you
2: I thought ex- I was doing great work. <laughs> and, and, and the thing that even, even. Not even, this is how clueless I was. And it happened all the time. People calling me, uh, like, hey. And I'd be like, hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, Where are you? What do you mean? I'm talking like there's nothing going on in there. Um, We're supposed to eat lunch at one. I've been here for like half an hour. Are you? And I would have no recollection of what they're even talking about. And then, you know, I'd find out that I made the appointment the day before. Yeah. So, and that started happening more and more, you know.
3: And what's weird for me, because when I was a kid, and I even knew that, like, it was Xanax, but I didn't necessarily know what Xanax was. Right. You know, but then in high school, literally every single one of my best friends had their Xanax face. And I didn't because of growing up, which is probably super nice. Because, but what you're saying is like, I saw that with the exact same thing with them and being like an adult when I'm like 21 years well, that's old, that's a big
0: thing that all people- my friends
3: are doing Xanax and then they're, it literally gives them the most confidence and then they sound so dumb and they think they're fine. Like just seeing a friend just being like, they have the slur and then, but in their head they're like, dude, I thought I was on top of the world. Like I thought everything was fine. No one could tell anything was wrong. So it's like, that's, well, exactly.
0: You have you. I don't know if I've even told you, but like your eyes changed colors. There was just like a huge gloss. Color. They would just be glossy, but yeah. it made them look green. To
2: really? me,
0: like oh. they made it look a little bit lighter because they get super glossy. So from a
2: is
3: brown to greenish.
0: To like greenish, and then you, you could tell the second you walked in the you'd door, you slur like what you're saying. The slur, Hannah. it's like just a slight. Well,
3: it's not even. It's like it's not a slur. It's like a. Yeah, it's like,
2: like a, slight a pause in the top. I, I don't know if cereal. you guys remember. This. I remember you guys saying that, but I, of course, I would never know what that. Yeah. Do you guys
0: remember like? like the haircut he would get? Like way <sighs> yeah. short sides, and yes. you'd, you'd come back from your doctor's appointment, new haircut, eyes glossed over. <laughs> One <laughs> time I fell asleep cologne. in the
2: chair, and the girl had to move to another station because they couldn't move me. You know. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys there that. There was a certain <laughs> cologne
0: too. I remember in Monticello.
3: And it'd be crew, crew hair gel. Yeah, so, yeah. You know.
0: And you'd have a certain cologne on. And when I smell that cologne.
2: It reminds you of those days?
0: Oh, yeah. Like instantly. I don't know what cologne wow. it was, but you had it in. Dang it. I just remember finding all your little. Xanax in, I don't know if you remember, but in Monticello, you'd put him in, like, all these different little containers. Well, he no, probably I doesn't remember, because he's probably like just like, ding, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i do that, so I would always, you know, like, if I needed one, I shouldn't be far to find one.
0: Yeah, like, in all these little, like, glass jars, all, everything in, like, Brown Room in Grandma Zola's house, and there was that cologne, that haircut, the glossy yeah. eyes. We just knew it was going to be... Yeah, it was <laughs> so funny. Um, we we've talked about like some of our stories because it's just funny i've told you some and you're like what the heck and can i tell one yeah okay so um These are super- yeah, I don't find them I funny. But well, is it okay if I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm glad we can be here oh, and talk I about it like we are now. But I, I know this is a yeah. real I'm serious topic. Yeah. I couldn't hear for a second either. I just,
0: yeah. He keeps hitting his. He, my, he, you're talking with your hands. So hold. Yeah. I, to I just <laughs>
3: tried to <laughs> mute your mic and then wrap your Next cord around. Next time. on,
0: oh, do you have handcuffs here? Dad <laughs> <laughs> just needs to be. No. So it's my favorite. Hard. My favorite story, and I actually no, I have not ever told this on the podcast. Uh, my favorite story is when Dad was. Mom and dad both took Ambien to go to sleep at night. So depending on who took their Ambien, I think is who would come... Like whoever hadn't would be the person to come pick us up from our friend's house. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I think mom must have taken her Ambien. So she's like, dad's coming to get you. But I knew that you were a little bit like with the xanax so i was like oh shiz dad's coming so i remember i was like kept looking out my friend's window of like when's dad gonna be here because i said just Hannah's Hannah's house no it was or at yet? my friend Aubrey ann's house and it was up in hidden springs like the okay. nice houses so her house was super nice and i wasn't that good of friends with her so i just kept looking out the window to be like when dad gets here i gotta like i'm just gonna go straight out to the car just so you didn't have to like come up to the door you know so i keep checking 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 but we were out in the back, like roasting marshmallows and stuff.
2: Oh, and I came out there. So, like, <laughs> no, yeah. So I was like,
0: so I keep checking. I go inside from roasting marshmallows. I look out. Dad's truck is out there. No dad in oh, it. So I was just like, spilling. I was just like, oh my gosh, where is dad? Like, and my stomach just drops and I'm like, I gotta find him. So I'm like, what? like dad, so my dad. truck's in front of the house. Yeah, but then. you're not in it. So I'm like, I'm trying to find where, yeah, I'm trying to find where you went. And um, so I go back into the house now to see, like, where you are, and I can hear your voice in the backyard with the family, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. How in the hell did he get there? How in the heck did... Yeah, you're back there, roasting marshmallows, (laughs) talking to the family. like,
1: let me
2: go. I've never met before, right? Yeah,
0: you've never met him. And so I was like, go out there, and I'm like, hi, dad, you know, and I'm like, just trying to... But the thing is, is that people didn't know you. They can't really they can't really tell as much, you know? So it's right. not like you're being a complete psycho, but I can tell something's a little bit different. And I'm like, right. let's go, you know? And I'm like trying to pull you. And so that's my favorite story. Cause it's just like,
2: I, I remember that after the fact, but I have no memory of it yeah so
0: it's
3: cool. like a perfect mixture of like your personality getting you to fit in with whatever group yeah <laughs> he he's just like oh sweet too. i want a marshmallow yeah. and you love
0: food Let's and really I was go- like, <laughs> the thing is you do have that personality where you would do that probably if you weren't on them right. it just makes it worse because then you're kind of like Slur- weird a little bit do you know what i mean just like a yeah. little bit slurry might yeah. Be off. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly and it's s- like if you would just did it and you were normal it'd be well because hannah even hannah will be like to be honest, I don't really remember your dad ever being. She just was like, I thought he was just the funniest person ever. Yeah. So do you have a funny one? Um, <laughs> do I do s- have one. I don't know if you remember this. Just the one that was under
2: my truck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I already told it, though. What? But I'll just no, do it I can, fast. I, I was like at my soccer game. Dad. Okay, first, this is kind of long, but I know we're running out of time. Are you okay if we talk about that? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. We should do a, another version another day to get go over the other Everything. stuff we don't talk today.
0: Yeah, we should I know, cause end, end it after. Yeah, like so cause there's a lot stuff. of
2: things, yeah.
0: But anyways, so I don't know if you remember, but you mom was at girls camp. And so you were driving me, and we were going to pick up my friend up in Fruit Heights for soccer. And you turned left at that light, and we almost got nailed by a car. So then you got pulled over. Oh,
2: across from Lowe's?
0: No, 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 up in Fruit Heights by the baseball field. Oh, okay. So then um, you get pulled over and I'm like bawling because I thought, I don't know, I thought they could tell (laughs) because I could. And he couldn't. He let you off. I have no idea how. So then we go, pick up my friend. We go to the soccer game. You're like, yeah, I'll come up in a little bit, like when your game starts. And so I'm playing the whole game. I keep looking on the sideline to see where you are. You're not there. (laughs) I'm like, what is happening? So then the game ends still looking for you. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go to your truck. We go to your truck. Can't find you anywhere. Look (laughs) underneath your truck. You're just passed out underneath your truck. Yeah. And then I was like, dad. And you're like, oh, okay. It's looking good now. It's looking good. (laughs) Acting like you're fixing it underneath (laughs) it. And I was just like, get me home. (laughs) One thing is, is, man, you really tried to fix a lot of stuff though. You really would try to like Get some work done. You would that's try, when your best, but then you'd fall No, asleep. that's when your best project came to life. Like the styrofoam in the <laughs> the, foam. Styrofoam. the foam.
1: It's not styrofoam.
0: The foam. What is that stuff? The foam spray, spray foam. foam. Yeah. He sprayed. You loved spray foam. He spray foamed. Well, um, hey, and you got a His truck that. too.
2: I had had enough of that, those notes about this and this and this. That's why I was like, you know what? That makes sense. That, 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 that mm-hmm. makes These sense. holes, of, you keep talking to me, you're home all day. I'm not. If you want them fixed, here, this is like a stick it to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the quick fix on the rock wall. There's the spray foam the now think that's down funny the whole rock
0: wall. It was over all in your truck, too. You spray foamed <laughs> your navigation system You're like, your I truck. want this to stick. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right.
3: You spray on <laughs> the your the, nice the, dashboard. The, yeah. Brand new r- I, Ram I, truck.
2: I didn't want it to keep coming off. I know, yeah, but there's better ways. yellow spray foam. So funny. Yeah, I remember that little bit of that yellow. Like, this will never get and off. And I colored it with a sharpie. Yeah. And it looked worse. Yeah.
3: yeah. And you were a faux finisher, so that's... Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, I ju- just well, just I just want to kind of, like, we can do another episode where we go into more depth of stuff, but so, um, obviously, all this stuff happens. Um, You happen to get, like, I don't know if we can talk about that, but, like, you getting a little, like, arrested, because that kind of left... That led to, you know, that happened. Then you and mom split up when I was a sophomore. But you actually don't even end up getting divorced until I'm a senior. Because you guys maybe were going to try to, I don't really know, work it out.
2: Well, we did a couple years of uh, counseling, yeah. We did two years of counseling.
3: Okay. I remember oh. that when you guys would go to. <laughs> That's what we that's have when we did the tons of fun. Do you remember the day when you guys were, I think you guys were at counseling and then we called you and told you that Eva broke her arm and then you guys like hurry and rushed home and we were just completely lying. <laughs> I don't remember. don't remember. Or when that? we put
0: the mattresses up the stairs and we were jumping down the stairs on the mattress. Yeah. We would just go to town. Well, cause you guys are probably just, that's probably when they were just probably like, just like only deal, focusing on you're
3: bigger issues.
2: And usually I was just dropping her off and I was driving back.
0: Yeah. Uh, or
2: she drove, actually, I, yeah, most of that, um, we drove separate. Yeah.
0: Come
1: to
2: think of but it. But
3: I think you guys both came back because you thought well, you were had a, lot a broken times. arm. <laughs> well, especially then. <laughs> we're
2: like,
0: would. we want both of them tonight.
3: Yeah, let's see. That, yeah.
2: That's right. I would come by after and say goodbye to you guys.
0: You should, um. So then that stuff happens. Uh, You get divorced when I'm a senior. I don't really know if there's, do you guys remember? I Everything's a little bit of a blur. Yeah. But I would say you moved to... The uh, aunties, grandma Keo and aunties' houses, but that was kind of fun. Yeah, we had. We should do
2: a part two and then get into the accidents and. That I know
0: because yeah. I feel like we can't really talk about. There's that too stuff. Much, much. There's too
3: much. Yeah. Just thinking about. We'd have to skip. it. We even like fast-forwarded like the last little bit. I feel like.
0: I know. I just was want to like wrap it up in a way of like you've gone through a, a lot, and there's been a lot of different stages. You moved to those houses. I would say that like all of us have dealt with yours and mom's divorce in different ways. Um, and it's been fun to do this podcast because we get to like Holden has like a completely different perspective of those years that and I don't I have, have yeah. and that Eva doesn't have. And I feel like it's come kind of full circle. And I've heard this thing that after your parents get divorced, it takes at least seven years for there to become any type of new normal. And that's obviously been like over seven years, but I do feel like we're all starting to just be like, this is just life now before it was kind of like Mm weird you know i don't want to like think about it talk about it
2: and it's just as weird for me because i've never been involved in anything like it either yeah neither has anyone in my family you know yeah until then yeah
0: my one thing that i do like is mom even said this to me she's like your dad's always the very first person to like come up give me a hug and like ask how i'm doing so i feel like you guys have gotten a lot better too at co-parenting, kind of, and making situations comfortable when we're all together.
2: Yeah, I think so, because I can talk to her. I feel comfortable when we do talk like that, and even yeah. when there were issues with you guys, and she would, you know, we talk about it. Like, yeah. when we had... my issues. Well, well, remember, <laughs> just gest- me and mom and you <laughs> <laughs> at, at my house? That was that was a good time. When
0: Holden was snorting coke? I don't remember no. that. You don't I'm remember <laughs> when it was just, just us kidding. three, was, mom came down and we all coke. had
2: talk. <laughs> Yes, He did. <laughs> he did. But I that's the I things I wanted. Yeah. We yeah, should get in a cut. podcast
1: sometime.
0: I to do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I think that it's taken a while to get to this point, but I'm just wanted to end it by saying we'll do another one. But everyone's in like a better place. I used to. I've I've gone through like my ups and downs with you and mom, where I like love you guys, hate you guys. Do You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'll just be straight up. But in the end, now that I'm older and I've gone through all the years of it, and you know. I don't know if I, I'm like so open, right? And I can tell you a lot of my stuff. I mean, my dad have talked a lot. And so I do feel like we're all now in a place where we can talk about this stuff. And I'm happy that we can talk about it and share it with just like all two people that listen to this podcast.
2: Well, I think that because it was, that was, it, it was at the time and it still has become like the biggest thing in my life was getting divorced and making sure you guys were going to be okay. Because that weighed on me more than anything. It wasn't a decision, you know, that was lightly made or... But that's the other thing that mom and I agreed on is since that was going to happen, you know, we didn't want to have contention or, you know, fighting over the house or fighting over who's going to have possession of the boat or... You know what I mean? Those were non-issues. Yeah. You know, where most people, your prized possession would be money and assets and those things... I didn't even care about that. And it showed. Mm-hmm. And I, I want, you know, hopefully you guys noticed that as you got older of what I gave up, I would have given anything. You know what I mean? Because of the, the, the you know, as a parent, you, you feel like you've let your kids down. Because I know more than anything, especially with you, you would have wanted me to get back with mom. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's a possibility or, you know. So, and I remember you one of the questions you'd always ask when you'd be so nervous, you would, you'd say, Dad, it's going to be okay, right? It's going to be okay. And I'd say, yeah, it'll all work out. Remember? Yeah. Because, and I think, and hopefully, we can always talk about it. You know, anything that ever comes up. Because that's what I think can get you through, no matter what happens. Is If you're willing to sit down and talk and show, you know, because I genuinely believe we all know we love each other. Yeah. And we wouldn't, you know, what wouldn't we do for each other, you know?
0: Yeah. I think you and Mom have both done, like, a very good job at trying to handle it.
3: I think, so anything, anything, I
0: think you did the best. I think you did the best that you guys could, Yeah, yeah. you know, without knowing. Obviously, everyone does it, the best you could. It's yeah, not like you tried you do to it make. If you
2: do it two or three times, you'd probably become better at it, right? I, yeah. God, it's poopy. never
0: too late. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to say what's one thing that you wish, like, what's one thing you wish you could change, and what's one thing you thought you did good? <clears throat> Oops.
2: Oh, Jeez.
0: Just like what's one main thing that you kind of have like a regret about and one thing that you're like.
2: About that kind of stuff. That'd be too. I'd have to think about it more. I don't know. Or just I mean, about I, your I, life. Obviously, just thinking about it, I wish I would have had more talks like this with you guys yeah. to make sure we were how everybody was feeling and knowing that no matter what you feel, it's okay. Like just like you're saying, you know, sometimes that, I hate your guts. You know what I mean? That's the true feeling and it's good to be able, to, I think, to say that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's a true feeling.
0: Well, and I would say that stuff. Well, I've talked to... Okay, I know we got to end it, but I would plan my conversations with you in the mirror. I told Eva this, like... I didn't know
2: that. What conversations? Well,
0: so there would be, uh, like, the time that you... We went on a cruise. We got home from the cruise, and then you just left. Yeah. But obviously you couldn't tell us like all the details of why we don't need to get into it, but I was so mad because you wouldn't tell me where you were stuff like that. So obviously <laughs> I have to direct my anger towards something or someone and it's all going towards you. So I would look in the mirror and I would like plan these talks that I would have with you of like how I felt, you know what I mean? Like just, did saying, you want to say
2: something to me that you hadn't oh yeah. said? Like, uh, yeah.
0: I told Eva, <laughs> I so would have to say dreams. F off? I had you dreams you say of the saying F the F word? word. Oh, and I would say it had, Like, same with him, when when Holden was going through his, like, rebellious stage. I would have those, because I just, obviously, if I love you or love someone, I feel like it's, like, so deep, and I, like, I'm just, like, such an emotions person, and I can't hold them in, so I got to get it out. But I would say stuff to you, even if I thought you were doing something wrong. Me and you have gotten in fights before, you know, where I would, when we were growing up, where... It was like, I'll hold in and, I would just say stuff to you, but I do feel like that's helped me get closer to you in the end because I would be like, you know, like we get mad we could say stuff back and forth that's and what, then it's that's,
2: like, that's what I hope too. Yeah. Because I, you have to have the right frame of mind, but being able to say what you really feel. And, and that was my biggest thing is not having you feel guilty. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you're feeling this way and think you're, there's something wrong with you when
1: it, yeah. you had,
2: no, it was brought on by something beyond your control. Yeah. That's the hardest thing as a parent because you don't want your kids to ever have to, to hurt. And when you do something and like get divorced, you know what's going to happen. But that's where you have to make that decision. Well, it's you know, better for us in the end. Yeah. Yes. What's going to ha- What can happen? And then, you know, when I looked at it, nothing, you know, there's certain things that are going to change. But in my case, in mom and I's case, where I, we had lived separate so many times over so many years, that wasn't the biggest thing. It was just to actually do it and make it final you mm-hmm. know, because I think yeah. of of doing things and me staying in hotels for months at a time or, you know, whatever. I think that went on for a period of nine years, I believe, you know, on and off, on and off, on and off.
0: And kids can sense all of that stuff. Yeah, so and, and, it and was you would
2: always say, you'd want us to hug and kiss in front of you. Like, always. Mom, Dad, get, um, you guys, yeah, you guys kiss now. You guys kiss. Yeah. I've talked
0: about this too, but that, like, and I've talked to Eva about how your guys' marriage, any of my worries Played into my marriage right when I first got married. Yeah. but I did, I had no idea why I would cry about that stuff. And I, Brayden was just like, what the heck is going on? You know, like so confused at like, why if I fall asleep? I've told you that, you know, if he got home and fell asleep without kissing me goodnight, I'd be like, the heck? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, you gotta kiss me yeah. goodnight. And then all of a sudden, Dax, my, my <laughs> therapist, my podcast guy, obviously talked about all this stuff. And then that's when I started making all the connections of like, oh, this is just normal stuff that happens. I think that's why I wanted to start the podcast too. It's like, this is all just normal stuff that happens to kids when their parents, they maybe are in some sort of contentious household or something. You pick up on things and it plays a part in your life. But it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you or anything. 100%. Just
2: but that helps to pinpoint. What you just pinpoint. said is, is really hard to not feel like anything's wrong with you when you have feelings you don't want to have. Yeah. But as you get older and you learn, it's it's how you deal with it that yeah. makes all the difference because everybody has it, yeah. You know, and it's how you how you deal with it. But you have to get to a certain maturity level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, sometimes with you guys, I've seen you guys do things that are on a higher maturity level than what I actually felt. So that's why it's neat as a, as a parent, you get to see your kids grow and mature. But you get to learn from them if you have an open mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you guys you know what you need to do and I've I've never felt like I would be a parented like that yeah I would show you the options of things you can't you know what I mean hoping you guys made your decision knowing that I you know hope you guys would feel loved no matter what you chose to do or be
0: I feel like you and mom have been really good at just letting us yeah be free yeah
2: well and have options so you know you know you don't have to be just this or you don't have to, you know yeah
0: no you guys are very laid back too on like curfew. I don't know yeah everything well
2: and if you think about it we trusted you but why yeah, because you guys. We're y- angels. Y- y- no, I that mean, was but the best you guys. Little
0: child in the world. Because
2: we had such open communication. I feel yeah. like for kids and I mean, like a lot of kids in the ward, they'd come to me and talk to me about things just because, you know, I could give them a good perspective. You yeah. Know, a lot of times, you guys could talk to us about what was going on. That's yeah. the way I wanted it to be. It can't be like we're your best friends. You know what I mean? Well, just like how to I told parents. you, I was
0: like, man, I wish you and mom would have told me some of this stuff when I was younger, so I didn't think you guys were perfect and then you're like well if i would have told you that stuff then wouldn't you have wanted to try if they would have told you you would also worried that they like, had 10 million other
2: ways probably yeah, yeah yeah i
0: feel like it would not have been good for you yeah but yeah i feel like we're Eva wants to drop up she has homework. I have lots of homework. Yeah, no, thank you so much for doing it, dad. Yeah, thanks a Well, dad I love that you guys on.
2: are doing it. And I, I, I I learn a lot from hearing how you guys felt stuff and it's an important to me. That's why I wanted to do it. So. Well,
0: we we'll do yeah. we should do another one where we can I talk more so. about that stuff because yeah, we're kind of going through some crazy life. things. Yeah. 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 We'll do a It'll part 2.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening.
2: Thanks you guys for having me. Love you guys.
0: Okay, love, love you guys. We love our little sweethearts. See you guys next week. Bye. See you all